Hello all. Welcome to yet another episode of Cricket Unplugged Snippets. So India is on the lower end of the second wave of covid and things are slowly starting to get more sane and less of the insane insanity and pain we all endured in april and may so on on that count uh, looking forward to some real uh, exciting times in terms of cricket and the focus of this particular episode is going to be the upcoming series be it the world test championship final between india and new zealand to be played on june 18 18 onwards at south at southampton a, a historic event in in the sport as it's a first kind first time of a world cup will be played world cup final sorry it would be played in the longest format of the game so that's going to be exciting and i also will uh, shed light on uh, what covid has done in terms of scheduling and in terms of the kind of players we need to send out so for the uh, for people who are not aware uh, during the course of india's tour of england there is also a, a bilateral series with sri lanka that is that's going to start from july 13th onwards so a separate team of 23 people have been sent to england for the test matches with uh, of course they are playing the world test championship final followed by five tests versus england in england so a, a team is already in england now training for the world test championship final and few days back we got to know uh, that a separate team led by shikhar dhawan is going to fly to sri lanka so that's the times we are in we cannot uh, a uh, mix and match both the teams like like uh, pre covid days where p- players finish the sri lankan series and fly out immediately to london to join the indian team there so such days are not going to come anytime soon at least so uh, more than look at why it happened i think it's more exciting to look at the kind of depth indian cricket has so i think one of the biggest things it's my my uncle was saying so my uncle wasan krishnan who has come on this podcast as well earlier in few of uh, uh, episodes what he was saying this is probably india's golden golden period he actually went on to say it is on par with the clive lloyd era of west indies cricket or uh, steve waugh and ricky ponting led australia as strong as that so and his his reasoning was uh irrespective of the number of injuries and the the fact that india b team almost played australia in brisbane and they won and they won the series there and the way they trounced in, in uh, england at home so it's like it's not a new sight but the, co- the confidence and the dominance and the sheer lack of technique and skill from england made made it such a easy win according to him and i think he said that it's almost a foregone conclusion that when india take on any team at home they're going to win so that itself says how strong indian cricket has become over the years and uh, coincidentally under 
एम एस धोनीज कैप्टनसी और नौ अंडर विराट कोहलीज कैप्टनसी इंडिया अब हार्डली लॉस अ गेम फगेट लूजिंग अ टेस्ट सीरीज हार्डली लॉस अ गेम एट होम एंड दर परफॉर्मेंसेज ओवरसीज इज गोइंग वन नॉट्स हायर एंड हायर विथ विथ ईच सीरीज दे प्ले सो दिस कपल ऑफ पॉइंट पॉइंटर्स on the fact that on the india sri lanka series is i am happy that uh, thanks to covid we are uh, getting to see uh, a squad with filled with people who have impressed not only in ipl because why i say that is when india pick a team uh, t20 or odi team for any series pre covid times it uh, especially in the last 4 5 years it's mainly people who have performed in the ipl and they overlook people who have done ex- uh, exceedingly well in the syed musakali trophy or the or the vijay hazare trophy so now uh, because we have to pick separate teams for separate tours it's great to see likes of prithvi shaw dev dad padikal chetan sakaria rahul thevatya and varun chakravarty nitish rana Ishan Kishan so the list of names goes on and on i am really looking forward to that series as well because india sri lanka at one point it, it became almost a joke every alternate series would feature india and sri lanka so since the, that phase uh, definitely these countries haven't played that often at in sri lanka or or in india so it will be good to see and i think sri lankan t20 team is pretty competitive 50 overs team is going through its own uh, trials and uh, tribulations i don't expect india to lose both the formats i expect actually india to do win both the series by margin of 2-1 so assuming sri lankan team puts their best foot forward i think they will win one game in each series but my prediction is 2-1 to india in the t20s and one days so that's enough strength in the team flying to sri lanka to beat sri lanka so the that's a very known fight i don't think anyone is going to back sri lanka to beat india in in the upcoming series and just by looking at the fact that you have flight the indian team playing the world test championship final in uh, on uh, 18 june and then you have a test series to play against england a five test series so, uh, uh, considering the fact that england are opened up uh, their grounds for fans to come in and which was witnessed in the uh, recently con- concluded uh, test series between england and new zealand where e- england were truly outplayed and outclassed in both the games they luckily managed to draw the game at lords and they were thoroughly thumped at at edgbaston uh, which is supposed supposedly their bastion uh, usually and so the fact is bcc couldn't they have arranged for couple of tour games or or is that part of the schedule post the world test championship for test match specialists like ashwin hanuma vihari che cheteshwar pujara ishan sharma so why i bring this up is the world test championship ends on june 23rd and the 
test series with England. The five match test series with England starts in the first week of August. So you are looking at a 45 day period where the test specialists will be in England because of the COVID situation because BCC has cleared that players cannot come back home and again fly back to England at a later stage. So that de those details haven't been uh, published as yet in any, any website or portal or magazine as to what would the test specialists be doing in that 45 day period. I want them ideally to play two or three tour games or each one should have already been signed by some county then it will be perfect. Uh, nevertheless, considering how England played against New Zealand, I think India will be buoyant that they can do extremely well against this England side in their own den. Raghav, it's, uh, it, it's a two sets of absolutely mouth-watering contests that we have in our hands, isn't it? Uh, on one side, we have the Red Ball Cricket, wherein India are going to take on New Zealand in the inaugural World Test Championship Final, which is a mouth-watering contest, you know, especially after uh, seeing what they did to England. Uh, it is going to be a brilliant test for the Indian cricket team. Uh, it's, it's it's sadly a one-off test match which gets to decide the uh, WTC but uh, I would have uh, I would like to echo Ravi Shastri's feelings and I would like to say that I would have absolutely loved it to a three-match series because you know New Zealand is much better when it comes to these shortened series but um, uh, either way if you look at it it is going to be a fantastic test match it is the first time that such a thing is happening and I think uh, this is this will be more like the 2007 um, uh, World uh, T20 uh, World Cup, uh, wherein India won it for the first time, but uh, nobody knew how big it is going to be. Now, of course, uh, every T20 World Cup, in fact, teams do prepare months in advance, you know, with their teams and everything. I think that will be the case around, let's say, a few years down the line when few more World Test Championships have been played. I think it'll you know, somewhere rank around uh, close to the World Cups. And uh, uh, also on the other hand, we should not forget that we are having another series uh, against Sri Lanka, uh, albeit in the white ball format. And uh, due to these pandemic uh, uh, um, uh, situations, we are having to send a completely different team over there. And I would like to say that I'm absolutely, you know, pleased and uh, so so pleased and happy to know that we are having another set of players who can go to uh, Sri Lanka and I would go so far as to say that the team we are sending right now the so-called second string Indian 11 I would be a little bit uh, proud and even uh, I don't know I don't know if I am bordering uh, 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 
a lot of uh, national pride here but uh, I, i would like to so far go so far as to say that we are actually the favorites even to win that white ball leg of uh, the sri white ball leg of the sri lanka tour um we have a fantastic team over there too uh, and uh, to, to know that we are having such a big contingent of players to choose from the talent pool in india is absolutely brilliant i mean i just want to compare it with you know new zealand where in i think completely different set of fast bowlers played in the first two tests and they were equally good you know they were equally good i think if uh, uh, that is the case in new zealand um, with with our uh, population our setup our um heavy amount of people who are absolutely crazy about the game it is only imperative that we also come up with such great players and uh, uh, some interesting selections also uh, player i would uh, i really uh, would like to see the most is of course devdat padikal because he of course we have seen his t20 prowess how much he was good for uh, rcb in this uh, season or half season Uh, what do you want to call it but he was absolutely brilliant but what i really want to say is that uh, in the 50 overs leg in the vijay hazare tournament which uh, just uh, got over he almost scored 100 every match and uh, i think if he can do that in sri lanka that will do his conference of world of good if he plays very well in the 50 overs format because i think he uh, and shubman gill uh, would form uh, the best uh, opening pair for india uh, in overseas uh, test cricket matches for the next 10 years i would really would uh, want to see him playing well in australian conditions english conditions south african conditions uh, everywhere as uh, as india's trusted opener maybe not with shubman gill maybe with prithvi shaw shubman gill uh, is also a middle order batsman so uh, i think if if we can uh, if we can make the series for devdat padikal as a series wherein he can invent himself as a new star nothing better for india absolutely nothing better uh, the other players uh, who i am really looking forward to see is uh, varun chakravarty uh, rahul chahar uh, varun chahar chakravarty and rahul chahar are uh, you know two players two good spinners bit of mystery spinners if you want to say and i think the uh, t20 leg if they are bowling you know well if if they are able to uh, continue their uh, uh, good job which they have been doing in the ipl for uh, the past couple of years i think it will do india world of good when they are playing uh, t20s because uh, rahul chahar is uh, is is your uh, proper leg spinner uh, who who just puts it time and there again and varun is your mystery spinner you know who, uh, who who relies also on his variations of pace and bounce also so uh, these two guys i'm really looking forward to to see how well they are performing uh,
just as the monsoon sets in in india the cricketing action has traveled overseas and now we have plenty of uh, entertaining cricketing action coming our way the first point i would like to talk about is uh, india traveling to sri lanka and we are sending in a whole new bunch of uh, team to, uh, to conquer in sri lanka that it's uh, really nice and uh, one really heartening thing that i have seen is uh, shikhar dhawan will be leading the side Uh, to me personally i've been a great admirer of shikhar dhawan because uh, of his attitude he has a real pleasant and likable character and uh, his his smile and the way he celebrates and he's a very positive person so um we've not seen much about uh, much of his captaincy in ipl uh, although he has captained uh, in um, uh, you know either in delhi or in hyderabad uh we have seen him but uh, still uh, much you know much is yet to be seen about his captaincy i'm sure under uh, rahul dravid's guidance uh, he will be able to guide this uh, young bunch into a lot of many more success the kind of squad that uh, india is sending to sri lanka is also one really exciting group uh all the players in this squad are uh, you know tried and tested from the ranji trophy and the ipl uh, pool and uh, i'm unable to pick a few but still i would like to say that ishan kishan um, krishnapa gautam and uh, chetan sakaria are uh, three of my top uh, players whom i'll be really closely watching Uh, because uh, ishan kishan has been performing really well uh, for mumbai indians uh, to perform so well for such a reputed team like mumbai indians is uh, not an easy task uh, but if they if they trust him and if uh, you know i'm sure he has the skill and talent to uh, prove its worth so ishan kishan will be uh, the first person that i will be watching closely the second person is krishnapa gautam i was uh, taken aback uh, when csk actually bid for krishnapa gautam and they had taken him uh, he seems to be an all round player uh, but unfortunately we have not got much opportunity to see him in uh, in uh, csk scholars in ipl this season i hope uh, in this uh, sri lanka tour he'll get a good opportunity to showcase his talent Um, uh, a medium pace uh, an all um, rounder is something uh, which any team would uh, really um, treasure so i hope uh, he will be one uh, real good value addition to team india as well as csk the third person is uh, chetan sakaria um, as a seamer uh, he's been really effective for uh, rajasthan royals this season his impact uh, was very well seen the kind of wickets and the uh, uh, you know potency with which is bowling is really nice i'm sure uh, I, i um there are many other exciting players who will also be traveling to sri lanka so um i'm unable to list all of them but still you know uh, nitish rana and uh, rituraj gaikwad all these players are really exciting players and i'm sure under the guidance of uh, rahul dravid and um, shikhar dhawan they will be able to do well 
um i'll also be really uh, excited to watch uh, bhuneshwar kumar uh, perform under uh, these conditions and i i sincerely do hope that uh, kuldeep yadav is able to find his uh, uh, you know skills back again uh, because he, he as a chinaman bowler he was a real good uh, bowler and good asset for uh, team india i'm sure he'll come back and uh, i still very vividly remember the wicket of uh, uh, babar azam that he took during uh, the world cup match so i'm sure he's uh, he, he has got the go- correct talent and this, this might be the correct opportunity for him to bring out his uh, skills back to the team again the next issue is whether uh, england cricket board would be accommodating to uh, help bcci conduct uh, ipl during that small window um, not just ecb but whether all the cricket boards around the world will be accommodating to you know ho- help us host the IP- the remainder of the ipl see um at the end of the day what talks is money um if if you look at the previous point where i have discussed the whole bunch of new cricket players who have come into the game uh, the reason why we've got so many amazing players who come into the gaming arena right now is because they feel secure that they have a career in sports this is all uh, cre- all this credit goes to ipl because ipl has brought in that money and only when you have when you are able to earn money out of a career you you will feel it is worthwhile so the same goes for cricket boards as well ipl um, you know even foreign players are earning money for their own country when they play for ipl so um it is no um, you know it is no mystery or it's not a puzzling thing that ipl has that money power so i'm sure uh, other um, boards around the world would be accommodating and it would be nice because uh, they are trying to squeeze in this remainder of the ipl into a short span uh, we don't know whether uh, um, bangladesh cricket board and other cricket board would you know uh, be able to reschedule or send in some players so that uh, it will be um ipl can be hosted in the time about uh, ipl being a bully it's not about being a bully uh, um like we spoke when when uh, ipl was called off uh, not called off was uh, you, you know stopped in between uh, during the first phase uh, all the cricket analysts around the world everybody we it, uh, we all felt that um see cricket is one sport or one kind of an entertainment where we let our passion out so much like that um, um ipl is a opportunity for everybody 
so if uh, and i don't see any other event around the world uh, giving so much opportunity to cricketers or entertainers or bloggers as much as ipl does so if 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 it's giving you a good opportunity then we all should capitalize on it the next uh, point that i would like to talk about is uh, the uh, concluded uh, new zealand versus england uh, test series the first match was uh, anyhow we couldn't get a result uh, one being due to the rain affected day and the second being uh, england did not feel the need to go for uh, that uh, chase despite the run rate being just around 3 3 runs and over that was a little bit shocking and uh, in the second match uh, it was a bit uh, shocking because the the stumble or in the second innings of england we saw how quickly uh, the wickets fell i was uh, really um, puzzled not just puzzled but uh, i i saw nasser hussein uh, in a post match show where he was uh, really very angry and at how the english players were approaching their game and how you know um, how they all were not sticking to the conventional methods of batting and they were playing their own you know ways of cricket so the way in which england cricketers or england batsmen took to the game was a bit shocking um let us hope that uh, at least by uh, at least when the india england series starts it would be a good um, matchup between skill and uh, let us hope for uh, a positive and entertaining series with uh, england and in, uh, india with regard to new zealand being such a powerhouse or uh, their you, you know uh, their secondary team we had close to six replacements in their second game so despite that all these changes they were able to prove their mettle and uh, it was something nice because um, new zealand is one nice team which everybody you know people don't talk ill about new zealand new zealand is a good country it's a people uh, like that country so uh, even um, even if uh, india versus new zealand finals goes the other way and if new zealand wins it i'm sure uh, indian cricket fans would um, be able to look at the brighter side and uh, you know it we've we've lost to we we would have you know lost to a uh, better team uh, because they always punch about their weight uh, with uh, such a small country and such a small population they are always proving their uh, skills and they are bringing in such quality players so that is something which we all should admire about New Zealand the last and final topic which I would like to talk on is uh, the you know the South Africa versus uh, West Indies uh, test series uh i i i just you know accidentally happened to see that scoreboard and uh, i'm not following but just saw the scorecard uh, south africa and west indies are uh, you know at one point they both were like one of the most feared uh, opponents in test cricket or in cricket in general um, even now in 2020 west indies is real powerhouse um, on a given day, it would be a real cracker of a game between these two teams. Um, with the with the retirement of the top stalwarts in South African cricket, 
a new bunch of cricketers have come in and i'm i do hope that they are able to find a stable bunch of uh, top performers beat in uh, batting as well as bowling and in bowling the trio of uh, rabada nokia and uh, makay and tin uh, no lungi engidi um these three are uh, one you know grail good pace trio so uh, with this kind of talent i i do hope that uh, south africa are able to find good batsmen to complement their bowling as well and, and prove to be a really good test team with regards to west indies uh, i do hope uh, you know uh, their talent comes in front and prove you know that they they have a they have a legendary history of bringing in great uh, cricketers beat lara or vivian richards or it, the list goes on so um, they do have the talent i do hope that they bring in a real good team and pose um, a good challenge for all the teams that come um, and play against them so i really enjoy talking on all these points and uh, thanks to raghav for giving me an opportunity i look forward to speaking to you uh, next um, on the on the day like uh, on the onset of the next special which might uh, definitely be about the world test championship uh, finals um the build up or the hype for that match has been really awesome the social media videos or the trending topics uh, all cricket lovers around the world are talking about it so i'm sure uh, it will be great uh, one wish from my side would be that indian batsmen uh, come to the fore and uh, uh, play their game uh, heart out and indian batsmen score a lot of runs because be it in the australia series or the um, england uh, test series uh, we just had one test century uh, in australia it was ajinkya rahane and in versus uh, england versus uh, england we had two centuries one by ashwin and one by rohit sharma so uh, beat uh, rahane uh, beat uh, pujara um, shuman gill uh, virat kohli all these players are you know destined for bigger things so i'm sure uh, we'll have a lot of entertaining batting uh, you know uh, good batting from the indian time, indian team to watch and enjoy that is my only wish thank you and uh, bye
I want to give a specific importance to the fact that in the Indian test team is sort of undercooked and underprepared when when you compare them to the New Zealand team as we head into the World Test Championship final. So I I would say that uh, the current Indian team, from what I have seen since two thousand eighteen onwards, home and away, is not the team which is going to complete. For lack of uh, warm up or lack of any proper test match cricket in English conditions, heading into the a uh, marquee event like the World Test Championship final, which is a historic event, as I said earlier. So, on even keeping that aside. i feel what new zealand did recently against england are certainly ominous signs for this indian team because in this indian team uh one thing which is lacking if you have to use the term lacking because india has uh, performed and dominated the world test championship tables and they miraculously and outstanding performance in australia would uh, shun any critics of this current test team so the fact is that batting is still heavily and truly dependent on couple of players like cheteshwar pujara and the virat kohli to bail them out most of the times at least what i have noticed overseas is the fact that uh, in australia yes we saw mayank agarwal do well in 2018 and then in 2000 20 when they went there and created history they had subman gill come up the ranks with some really solid knocks rohit sharma was there rahane was instrumental in the turn around at the mcg but if you look at series overall very ordinary numbers for a person of ajinkya rahane's skill and talent so it is clear that the batting isn't India's strongest uh, strength, surprisingly, it is the bowling which has been truly phenomenal. With Ishan Sharma 2.0 from two, from 2018, Jasprit Bumrah being Jasprit Bumrah, Mohammad Sami finding a new zing in his step, the speed and accuracy, swing both ways, reverse swing with the old ball, you name it, everything is there. Then the emergence of Mohammad Siraj, a truly iconic and uh, remarkable story. Which came out from the tour in twenty twenty, where India beat Australia two one to retain uh, the Border Gavaskar series and in a way uh, push out Australia to make it a India in New Zealand World Test Championship final. So all this point of fact and in the home series as well against England, Ashwin's dominance and Akshar Patel's massacre of the England batting lineup. so the point is the bowling has been absolutely overshadowing the batting of the indian team so the indian team is capable of getting 300 uh, on most occasions but uh, is this going to happen against this new zealand bowling lineup is the question one has to ask because new zealand have had two games against england in england conditions very much what you are going to expect in uh, some in southampton in a few days from now and uh, they have tested their bench strength as well so it's not that they played only one team in two games they rested six players in the second game 
in uh, at Esbaston and thumped England in three and and three days in one session in, into the fourth day. So you had Matt Henry being the man of the match, and Indian fans will be very aware who Matt Henry is because he was the one who broke a billion hearts in the 2019 World Cup with the spell which got Virat Kohli, Rohit Sharma, Dinesh Karthik. out and which basically broke the indian batting lineup and they were not able to cross the finishing line in the semi finals so the same bowler got opportunity against england in the second test and he was phenomenally built uh, and carried on from the pressure which trent bolt and neil wagner uh, uh, were able to put on the on the english batsman and he did his bit so that's worrying signs for england because you are looking at a bowling lineup of uh new zealand which could have either one of uh, matt henry or kyle kyle jemison neil wagner trent bolt and uh, tim tim saudi up against the indian batsmen who are known to struggle in beginning of every tour so this didn't happen in australia but it happened in india in against england where they got thumped against by the England team in in Chennai only to come back and win the series dominatingly after it but uh, india are known to be struggling starters so the fact that the world test championship is only a one off game uh, actually makes it skewed in favor of new zealand because they have played a uh, two test series and they won and created history for themselves by beating england in england after 1992 or 1994 i think don't remember clearly but it's the first time a new zealand team has uh, won at home in england against england and it's the first time joe root has lost a series as, as a captain at home so a lot of history being created in a two match test, test series where we welcome crowds back into the grounds which was a really exhilarating feeling watching from uh, our homes here so it is going to be the same in the world test championship final it's going to be really exciting but uh, i think the odds are against india considering they just had a inter squad kind of a tour game or a warm up match before they take on saudi wagner bolt and and uh, jameson so it's not a best best preparation but uh, moving uh, beyond the world test championship and india's test series against england this want to as a cricket analyst as somebody who has followed the game for so many years who's attached to the game the fact that ecb and bcci cordially uh, uh, made sure that the ipl happens in uh, these weird times in the last half of september until october 10th is a worrying sign because now people are going to lord uh, ecb and even bcci for making sure such a popular tournament uh, can finish because we had a half season then we had to postpone it because of the second wave of covid so the fact that board cricket boards are willing to compromise on certain international series schedules maybe even player availability let's not forget england's a very 
infamous or famous protection policy which is seeing some really substantial cricket from their test team at the expense of their one day in t20 team doing exceedingly well so very unfair on joe root but ian morgan is not complaining so that's how it is for england uh, england and their cricket as it stands now as they built up to the marquee series against india and then the holy uh, grail as it is the ashes this is certainly not what you want to see where the best players choose to play ipl or t20s over test matches but sadly that is what is selling that's what is popular and that's why you have guys like john johnny bestow jos butler ben stokes jafra archer chris wokes moin ali sam karan uh yeah and maybe even a david malan if you had ironmonter mix not part of the team which is which lost to new, to new zealand so when will it stop so now we have this uh, ipl 2021 happening in uh, september to october but as a build up to the world t20 most likely both will happen in the uae considering the third wave which is going to hit india so probably as i say is going to move the world t20 to dubai so that there is no interruption due to covid but uh, my only concern is will this take away the monopoly which cricket boards have on and will bcci become the one and only board which basically decides what happens in the game as in if the ipl doesn't happen at a particular time they will make sure certain boards cancel some series make certain marquee players available who are uh, so called rested or who are fatigued due to the bubble and bio sake bubbles they will suddenly come out and play for their franchises whereas the national team is struggling because of the lack of balance and lack of skill so where will this go is what i want to see as a cricket fan i am definitely looking forward to the ipl uh, resuming late in the later of the year later half of the year i am not going to miss out or watching ipl i will be very busy writing uh, uh, during the games and doing uh, podcast as well so it's not like i am complaining but fact is if this can happen in covid times suppose we get out of covid soon completely the world and uh, are we looking at leagues dominating international cricket are we looking at players pre- giving complete priority to remain fit and in form to play for their respective league be it the 100 in england or the ipl in india or the big bash in australia or the caribbean pvl league in west indies or are are we going to see sort of a two tier kind of structure where certain players are completely de- dedicated like like the uh, likes of chris gale dwayne bravo type who are very clear they'll play only 2020 for their country and they'll play all across the world in the t20 leagues so are we going to see that happen in every country because west indies has been criticized a lot for not managing his players properly they had issues with the contract and all that stuff but is it going to be a reality where all the big players also start choosing leagues over international cricket 
on that uh, rather worrying note i would pose this question to all the listeners of cricket unplugged and cricket unplugged snippets and if possible if you listen to this episode right up till the end i would be curious to know what you think so you can send in your thoughts by replying to me on twitter dming me on twitter or if we are whatsapp contacts please do send your thoughts on this because i am curious to know what other cricket fans and and uh, enthusiasts think about this big threat and which is franchise uh, franchise versus uh, international teams or to put it in simpler words uh, club versus country so on that note thank you and uh, here's to some outstanding mouth watering cricket coming up our way starting with the world test championship final uh, india new zealand we also have england west indies sorry south africa west indies going on where south africa beat west indies by innings in the first test then we will have india england lock ons in the limited over wing of that tour before the test starts a lot of look things to look forward to in the world of cricket and we at cricket unplugged will surely be there to cover cover this and you all can expect the grand comeback of suraj and me doing a full fledged episode on one interesting topic really soon so bye on that note bye thank you